Welcome to the Spirited Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Barfootberg, and I'm so glad that you're here with me. Let's dive into this week's episode, shall we? Welcome to episode 17 of the Spirited Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Barfootberg, and I'm glad that you're here. And, uh, had a few things on my mind. I took a Facebook break last week. Just didn't feel like it. Um, fortunately, there are a few groups that I am involved with on Facebook of really uplifting people. And as I took a break, I kind of missed that and didn't want that didn't not want that in my life. So kind of peeked in those. And of of course that brings up things that I want to share. So my Facebook break is officially over with and we'll just see how it goes from a more laid back approach. You know, I've, I've never been one to oh do this thing where I like have to show up and I have to say something and Yada, yada, yada. Like that stuff never felt good to me. It's not the realness, the authenticness, the who I am piece that I try to be in the world that feels good to be in the world. So yeah, I'm not sure what it's going to look like. There's been a few things on my mind. Um, mostly I'm, uh, feeling my way into embodiment of, you know, who is Anita? As a matter of fact, I keep hearing my name as Anita, Anita, which it's spelled the same way, A-N-I-T-A, but it's Anita. And I think that um, it's the uniqueness of Anita that defines me that feels good. It's a little bit of the spiritedness. It's a little bit of the rebelness. It's a little bit of the renegadeness. It's a little bit of the tribalness. Um, so I'm just trying that on and, you know, seeing how it feels. It, the truth is, is that, you know, we get to define ourselves any way we want to, you guys. We define us. Unfortunately, we make the mistake of allowing other people, circumstances, our families, all of that to define us by the things that we kind of take on as ours as we move through life. And I've done a lot of peeling away of that. And then with my parents passing on, you know, the last few years here, it's... um, it's really opened up for me that, I don't know, there's freedom in, there's freedom in kind of being by yourself. I'm not close to my brothers. um, And so that family unit that I grew up in is, I don't know, it's changing. It's not what it was. And I'm over pretending that it's more than I thought uh, it it is or was. 
you know, I believe in family. I believe in closeness. I believe in supporting each other. Um, my care for my parents was no different than raising my children. When I decided to bring kids in the world, I said to my then husband, like, nobody's raising my babies but me. Well, I felt the same about my parents. Nobody's going to be their end of life care other than me. It is what I'm choosing to do. It's important to me. It's the cycle of life kind of a thing. So I'm entering a new phase in my life and there's a lot of freedom in that. And there's a lot of unknown is what it feels like. And it feels like I can be or do or have anything that I want to be or do or have. I don't have the, um, you know, care of my parents kind of uh, keeping me in any place. I can move virtually anywhere I want to because that's done. My kids are grown. They have lives of their own. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You know, I've had a dream for mm, many years, 2001, maybe longer, about creating a spiritual center, a learning center, a center that connects people to this more that they are, this all that is, that beats our heart, that is in everything you see. It is the formless in form. And it is that emergence. It is that way of nature. It is just noticing this innate way that nature moves. It's overflowing abundance. I've talked about this before, you guys. But it seems that we've forgotten so many things. You know, when I learned from the First Nations people and spent some time there, I was referred to as a reverse apple by some of the elders, meaning my heart was red, but my skin was white. And there is this noticing of nature, this oneness of nature, this realizing how nature has so much to teach us if we take time to listen to it. And so if I had $5,000, I have a piece of property in mind that I would purchase and create this center. And then allow the creator to move me in offering that space as a connection, as a teaching, as a learning center, as a healing center, as an awakening center. You know, for me, it's about tuning into this more that we are. That That's what it is. And spirited for me can be many things. Like today, I was watching a fawn in my uh, backyard, like into the swamp and into the woods. And this fawn is by itself. Somebody likely shot its mother during hunting season. And you know, I'll be honest, it irritates the fuck out of me when I see things like that. So I'm thinking, you know, 
man is such an interesting creature that it goes out and it's like, oh, there's a deer. I'm going to shoot that and I'm going to feed my family. Do you really need that deer? Do you really need that deer? And did you like wait for a minute to see that this deer had a baby, a young one that it was raising? Could you do that to a human? Would you just kill its mother? Oh God, that's awful. But yeah, you can do it to nature. You can do it to animals and it means nothing. And here I see this fawn out there. We got a light snow. It's starting to get colder. And I see it playing and I see it forging for food. And I'm thinking if I spent an afternoon watching that fawn, I would learn so much about survival. Nature has so much to teach us. And there's just more. There's so much more than this struggling and striving and working. We work, 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 work our lives away. We give up our health in the process. We forget about family and community and having meals together. And then we spend all our money trying to save our lives and buy our health and our wellness rather than tuning into our bodies and listening, listening to what the wisdom of our bodies has to tell us. You know, it's so simple to me. And working, um, uh, playing with learning from the First Nation people, mm, all of that is still taught in their culture. And I am in so much appreciation because, you know, for the first time in my life, I didn't feel crazy. It was like, oh, somebody else thinks these things that I think about are important. So this spiritedness in me, it's, you know, it's what is my spirit moving me to? What's important to me to share with the world? And this is a key piece of what I want to share with the world. So I'm passionate about it, you guys. I'm really passionate about being purposeful. You know, and then I can I can notice now, you know, I look at that deer and I think, oh, you know, who's that bastard that shot its mom? And then I can look at it from this more part of me and know that that deer is fine. Like it's just, it's going to be fine. And yeah, I can't ignore what it feels, what it feels important about that to me to share. So I'm just throwing it out here, you guys, you know, if, if it touches you great, I'd love to hear your feedback. If you don't agree with me, that's fine too. You don't have to agree with me. You know, that's the thing is that I've always been that person that notices things. I'm a watcher. I see things. I notice things. I, I'm an observer. And I see both sides of the coin often. But the thing that I do often is that I bring awareness to how you're being, like, I'd love to have a conversation with that hunter and just it's likely something that they've never considered. 
And maybe they should look for a fawn. I, that just seems like common sense to me, but these common sense things are things that we've forgotten. And because they feel important to me, then it's part of my message to share with the world. And I get that people aren't going to like that. Some people aren't going to like that. And I'm not here to be liked. Sure, I want to be. I've spent the first part of my life trying to fit in and trying to belong. But the reality is, is that I, there are things that matter to me and there are things that don't. You know, Christmas is coming up and... um. COVID's going on and people are afraid and, you know, we're told not to gather. We're told not to hug each other. And I really uh, notice how that just doesn't feel good to me. Now that doesn't mean that I'm going to be stupid about it. You guys, I'm not saying that either, but I'm saying that we have this innate knowing within us. And if we would move from that, if 2020 was the year that I ended up dying, and I didn't hug my kids or see my grandbaby, it just doesn't really seem worth living to me to not have those experiences and to isolate myself from the world. It, it just, that doesn't make sense to me. And you know what? We need love. We need touch. We need these things. They're part of us. And again, it's common sense to me that just doesn't feel good to do without them. And I think we each have to decide what's right for us. Um, what's right for me is I want to see my family at Christmas time. Um, and that's not really going to happen this year. And I honor what um, my kids have decided to do that's safe for them. I honor that. That doesn't mean I have to like it. That doesn't mean that it feels good to me. Um, I want to gather. And if I'm not going to gather, then I might as well just go buy a plane ticket to Hawaii and go sit on a beach because Christmas isn't Christmas without that. That's how I feel. And, you know, that makes me sad. It makes me sad that, um, I don't know, where we don't value these things. We don't value it. it Christmas has become about presents and all these things. And to me, it's about food and family and sharing and, and being in space with one another and just being love in the moment. That's what Christmas is. Christmas, ah, Christians, it's the day Jesus was born, came back, you know, or was born, sorry, not came back. Like, what is it that you value? I guess that's my point. It doesn't matter what, what's important to me. What matters is what's important to you and, and are you allowing that? Are you following that? Are you living that? That's what a spirited life for me is. It's living true to who we are. It's For me, it's living tuned into source to the all that is, the thing that beats your heart, the thing that is in everything you see, the spirit that moves all things. It's all of that for me. But what is it for you? What matters to you? What's important to you? What did you learn from 2020? What do you want? What are you embodying? Who are you being in the world? These are things that I'm asking myself. And so I'm just going to throw them out there for you. And I invite you to do that. 
Now on the other side of all of this noticing and moments of sadness and moments of frustration and moments of stepping out of Facebook, there's also this other part of me that, you know, really believes in living joyfully and doing what feels like joy and journaling and meditating and working out and going for walks in nature and um, asking for what I want and noticing if there's resistance to these things I say I want or these things I say that I uh, want to do. Is there resistance in me and where is where is that stopping me from really showing up and living the spiritedness that I am, that spirit is moving me to? Where am I stopping myself? It's all really simple, you guys, but we sure cover it up by a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of beliefs, a lot of things we've learned from other people, a lot of things we've taken on as our own way of doing things that just simply are not ours. So, yeah, I'm moving into creating this center, this learning center, this teaching center, this spiritual center, because that is why I'm here. It's I, I am here to do way more than I've allowed myself to do. And I love coaching and I love spending time with people and I love seeing the light um, come back into their eyes and into their being. And then they move from that in freedom, in joy, in love. That's why we're all here. <laughs> Just keep going in circles trying to figure it out, right? So a little bit shorter episode this week, you guys, and just sharing some things that are on my mind and yeah, moving, moving into the end of the year. It's crazy that it's near the end of 2020 and you know, what is your reflection of this year? Do you guys set, uh, words for the year? Um, you know, kind of a theme word. I don't know if I did that this year. I actually, if I did, I forgot. <laughs> so that's how important it was to me. You know, it is, it always turns out to be what it is. It's interesting. Like I title my journals a lot. And when I'm done with that uh, specific journal, a lot of times the title that I gave it at the beginning is just what unfolded. It's the theme of what unfolded in that. So there is something to all of it. And Mostly it's what we choose to value. The reality is, is that what we value is how we're spending our time. And so we really can't lie to ourselves. The truth is in what we're doing. The truth is in what we're doing. What we value is evident in the way that we invest our time and what we do with our time and how we take care of ourselves and all those things. The proof is in the pudding, you guys. And I think that is ultimately this connection with nature. It, it just, we have a way of moving. We simply have a way of moving. If we tune into that, we could learn a lot. So yeah, there it is. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear 
what your takeaway is, what you heard, what did, awa- what did it awaken in you? What did it bring up? Did you feel resistance? Did you feel joy? What resonated with you? Email me at Anita, A-N-I-T-A at heartsecho.com. I would love to have a conversation with you. And until next time, you guys, be well, be you, be love. I believe in you.